Well, it's anarchy in the EU where the European Commission has decided to step out of the way in the Microsoft ABK deal, so long as a few concessions are made. We'll get into it. And we may be getting GTA 6 as early as next year. Yes, that's crazy. We got all this to talk about so much right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? It's time for another episode of Gaming News Weekly, the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we're bringing you all the biggest things happening in the video game industry. Check us out on Fruit Lab, YouTube, podcast services everywhere. My name is Erock the Red. I am joined every single week by this gentleman right here. Full clip. What's going on, dude? Hey, how's it going? Uh, doing good. This is one of those weeks where it just reminds me of how many games are passing me by. Like, uh, you know, Zelda Breath of the Wild, stuff like that. It, it, new releases that I wish I was picking up and playing, but it's just I like, know. there's so much to play. Dude, it's really, I've been having a lot of FOMO lately. Absolutely. You, you said it. Like, and part of the problem is I've been like, I don't know. I've just been exhausted. I, I have a very limited time to play games lately. I can play on the weekends and when I get home, when I, after dinner, that sort of thing. And I've been so tired, dude. I've just been, instead of gaming, I've been going to bed like a loser. Like oh, a, yeah. Like a stupid Like a little, little baby. Like a stupid baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have been, I'll tell you what I have been doing. And I haven't done this uh, up until this past week. I've been taking my Steam Deck uh to bed with me and then oh, playing wow. a, a little bit in bed before i before i ultimately pass out as i'm like oh. sitting here and the steam deck like falls on my face things oh, heavy geez. man it literally blasts me right in the face but um yeah you've been uh getting into anything you know same old same old for me i did get a review copy of uh the new starship troopers game that mm -hmm. we talked about extinction the other day mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. but i haven't gotten a chance to try it out i'm Ooh. hoping to though i also got a copy and it is enjoyable. I think you're going to really like it. Um, I'm playing on the Steam Deck, and I haven't played. So I played it the day it came out. And it's it's got some, it doesn't have as much, the Steam Deck doesn't have as much power as it really needs to render all of these bugs. Dude, there's all these alien bugs coming at you at the end. And by then, it's like, I'm like hitting two frames per second. It's just like, it's just stuttering. But I did read that today they, um, so first of all, I read someone um, adjusted the play settings so that it's just, you know, it maxed out at like 30 frames per second, um, which I'm perfectly fine with. That's cool. I don't need, I don't need it to be uh, cruising. But I did read that there was an update that helps it to, during those scenes to kind of reach a higher um goal as far as being able to render all nice. those bugs and to play a little bit better so I, I i'm hoping to check it out that's one of the ones i've been taking to uh taking up to bed with me and playing and it's great i think you're gonna really enjoy it i'm excited to hear yeah. what you have to uh say about it because um it just works like everything in it is like um so the premise is we talked about it briefly last week but yeah you pick uh your your type of character you want to be a support you want to build things um repair things or do you want to just be like an infantry and like you don't have to 
you know, pick a very specific one. Like you should have a balanced team, but it's not forcing you into a role that you don't want to play. So you can get in there and you could play whatever one you want. Um, Even if you're not a support, you can still like, I believe you can still like revive people. And even if you're not a builder, you can still like repair walls and stuff like that. So um, it's, it's not, you're not fully fitted into those spots. And the whole time, like everybody's just, you know, you're just shooting down bugs uh, left and right and it's it's a lot of fun i've only like i've only been playing it on like i don't know they don't call it the easy setting but it's like the beginner setting where it's like um the bugs are a little bit easier and it yeah. says like after you play that a little bit then you can upgrade and you know once you get in there so uh that's next but yeah check it out i can't wait to hear what you have to uh say about it so how does that work as far as like is it a wave style sort of like a call of duty zombies or is it a match style where there's like a definitive ending. So there is, it is a definitive ending. So you have tasks throughout this map. You go to this next section and, you know, um, collect this resource. And then you go to this and you kill a certain number of bugs. And then you make your way over here and then you have to build the base and wait for the drop ship to come and rescue you. So you build up this base and that's when this huge wave of the uh, bugs come. And that's where, like, the you know, it starts getting janky for me. But, like, you know, you're, you're repairing walls that the bugs are, are, are damaging. And you're healing people. And you're trying to stop these huge waves coming from all over. And then once, you know, the, the timer co- comes down and um, the dropship comes and rescues you. And that mission is, is accomplished. So, nice. um, yeah, it's, it's a fun game um i'm excited to chat with you about it uh and that's pretty much that's the only thing i've really been playing um that and some of like the older um you know some of the older game indie games i've been playing on my deck so yeah anything else from you any more uh red dead or or uh call of duty been doing any of that stuff yeah that's i mean that's really it Um, i'm trying to get through the season three uh grind pass of call of duty and it's it's taking a little while but i'm also i'm also very very close to getting the uh not the polyatomic camo or or maybe it is the polyatomic camo i haven't looked into it enough but second to last mastery camo i'm about to unlock so i just start getting a ton of headshots for most of these weapons and once i do that for like 51 weapons i'll have that final uh animated cool as hell looking camo for what Sweet. reason i don't know but it's a yeah. sense of accomplishment there you go yeah you deserve it are you still are you still having fun or is it more of a chore to do the grind it is fun mostly because i didn't put a bunch of pressure on myself this time around to uh, record every single time and have yeah. to edit it down and everything else yeah that uh, definitely adds more to it but yeah i got to um this is the this is the week where i'm gonna you know i'm gonna really turn it around i'm gonna play some more games you know i got a lot of big plans but See, it's starting to get nice out. That's part of the problem, yeah. you know? It's starting to get nice out, and i got to go outside and be like a real person. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it either. All right. <clears throat> should we talk about uh, some games? We should. All right, let's talk about our new releases from last week. First up, Humanity came out on PC, PS4, PS5, PSVR and PSVR 2 on May 16th. I haven't gotten a chance to play this one yet. I wanted to today, um, 
just came out yesterday, I believe. Um, but I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to get in there. Now it's, it's such a strange looking game too. I haven't been yeah. like super like hyped to get in there, but it's getting great reviews. So what it is, you play as like a ghost of a dog, <laughs> a Shiba Inu. I don't know if it's really a ghost, but it looks like a ghost on the screen. And you guide waves of people through these puzzles. Now, there's over 90 stages to do this, and, and there's obstacles and enemies, and there's boss battles. There's skills that you acquire to help move things along. Um, so it sounds really cool. It's kind of like a Lemmings style of thing, if you're familiar yeah. you know, with that. Um, but yeah, it's getting, it's getting great reviews. And it has, you can play it in, you know, um, regular mode, or there's an optional VR mode that you can choose to play it in. And I've heard great things about the VR. I've heard great things about both, but I heard that the VR mode kind of gives you, it makes it a little bit, I, I don't know if easier, but like you, you're right there, you know, and it's, it's, I guess easier to, yeah. to control what, what's happening. So, and then on Maybe. top of that. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, maybe maybe the perspective of being in VR and being exactly. able to move around, look around, helps you with the puzzle aspect. That yes, you exactly said what I wanted to say. Um, and then on top of that, there's like a, a stage creator uh, that you can then make your own puzzles with these people and dogs and weird things. So the yeah, giant golden humans. Yes, yeah. I am. Um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. Um, maybe tonight. We'll see. We'll see how long this takes. Um, but. Yeah, I I really want to see what it what it is, but I've never been a huge fan for of like those lemming style games. I get like um, I don't know. I just get annoyed too easily when not yeah. when things don't go my way, you know. Where it's like I I know what I want in my head, but then like I have to like move all these things around. It's, it's you know yeah. But, this I one do. looks like it gets pretty crazy with like I saw it like does. a waterfall area and the humans are all like diving up flying everywhere yes fans. yeah yeah i do like dogs though yeah mm-hmm. yeah these people do too they're <laughs> they're just following them around in droves they love dogs uh next up lego 2k drive out for pc ps4 ps5 xbox one xs and nintendo switch comes out may 19th to third person racer with lego cars Completely destructible environments, 1,000 unique Legos to build things and do cool stuff. There's all these side missions and mini games, and it's got local and online multiplayer. It's got a garage mode where you could build your own car. It's got it all, right? What more could it possibly have? Sounds really cool. It does. I I was looking into it. I mean, it's not even out yet at the time of recording this. Yeah. So we're seeing, you know, advanced copies and people's feedback from that. So it, it seems like a bit of a mixed bag. I think people are enjoying it for what it is. But also, it's a Lego game, so it's a little more kid-friendly, I guess. Yes. And people are saying one of the best things you can do to improve the game immediately is turn off the rubber banding. So mm. it's got a default catch-up on, so anybody who's being left behind can just kind of... You're slowing down so that they can catch up to you. And that kind of sucks in racing games. takes the it fairness does. away. And you can also turn off the option, you have different biomes in here, and I don't know what happens if you're in a car and you smash water, but I'm assuming like your car blows up or falls into pieces or something. That but, is not, no, so actually what happens, so you, 
your car turns into a boat just automatically. Yeah. So you can turn that feature off though, and they're saying oh, do why? that to why make the game feel a little more, uh, make it a little more challenging. I want a boat. I want a car that turns into. Who doesn't <laughs> want a car that turns into a boat? That's the whole point of Lego. Well, you still do it, but you have to manually do it on time. Oh, gotcha. so you're adding the challenge back in. Oh, interesting. So okay, so your car still turns into a boat, but you yeah. have to make it do that. It doesn't automatically do that. Yeah, or else you're gonna have like some sort of time penalty. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm gonna turn into a boat way too soon, and I'm just gonna be skidding along the, uh-huh. the ground. It's not gonna be good. Um, yeah, I've, I've been hearing rave reviews about this and how fun it is, and also I've been hearing that it's just a little um, it's missing something. So I I would like to play this. One of the negatives I have heard is that there's um, microtransactions and like kind of like. Um, you know, if you want cool stuff, you got to yeah. pay for it. And, you know, I want cool stuff. Yeah. This, this boy I, I don't cool know. Stuff. Hopefully there's enough that you can, like, grind for a good healthy mix mm-hmm. of both. Mm-hmm. But who knows with DLC. If it feels like something's missing, there's a lot that can be added into a game like this down the road. Yeah, Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, you know? Oh, man. That's going to be – that's definitely going to be behind the paywall. Um. Yeah, so I, I'm excited to check this out. I'm hoping there's a demo or something where I could give it a test before I before I drop down some cash on it because it does. I do like racing games. I like fun arcade style racing games. This one um, looks like it's got a lot of like it's based on you know a lot of drift and it's got that arcade kind of feel like a kart racer. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, and I like Lego. I like Lego stuff. You know. I can't afford to actually own real Legos because they're one yeah. million dollars a box. But um, boomers can do that exactly. Yeah. So this is you know this is my way to play with Legos, I guess. All right, and last up, Inkbound comes out May twenty second on PC. This one I was not familiar with until you added it to the show notes here. Um, Shiny Shoe. This is the developer. They're the creators of Monster Train, which I've been playing like nonstop for the past month. Um, so that immediately I was like, hello. hello. And um, so what this is, it's different. So Monster Train is a, um, a roguelike card battler, deck builder. This is a, um, a roguelike RPG uh, with co-op. So you want to play it with friends. And uh, it seems really cool. It's like a combination of like an action RPG, but it also has like tactical... Um, side of it i don't know like there wasn't much shown in the trailer as far as like how the game works you know Uh it looks like there's a lot to it i watched like a little bit of an explanation video over over it uh so i guess it it combines sort of like the old tactical rpg style with something like the abilities of a moba or league of legends something like that okay i like i like all these words I still don't know what it means, but I like the words that you're saying. So, um, yeah, my only problem is uh, co-op. I gotta, I have to find friends for this. You know, that's oh, the yeah. hardest part. Because um, they did say you can play it solo, but the best to get the best things in the game, you got to play with other people. And I was like, really? You're going to uh, hold that from me? But, um, you know, maybe I can find Maybe Maybe you'll play with me. You'll play some uh, shiny shoe inkbound game yep looks like an interesting game I, I'm, I'm not completely into the card based games but 
this is that's only part of this game, so maybe yeah. we'll be all right. Yeah, this is exactly. Yeah, it's not as big as like Monster Train, where it's only cards and trains. This yeah. one, less trains, less cards, more full clip. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I immediately put this on my wish list after I saw it came out. So um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for a sale. Since I have eighteen hundred games, dude, I just looked at my my Steam library. Um, I just got my Steam Deck. What did I get? I don't know. Not too, not too long ago, a few months ago, and I'm up to like a hundred games already in my library, wow. dude. It doesn't it doesn't take long, man. Hitting those loot um, boxes hard. Oh no, it's so bad. It's so bad. These mystery bundles are the worst. I did too. They had um some mystery, excuse me, some mystery bundles that came out today. And it was three mystery games, and it was um, less than $4, so just under $4 of tax and everything. And this time they showed the list of the games that are in there. And one of the games is this game, Arcade Paradise, that I really want to play. And uh, it's also on sale. Arcade Paradise is on sale right now for $12.99. I could buy it. But instead I bought two $4 mystery bundles, and I got six, six games that I didn't want. Um, but then... Um, I traded like four games for other games that um, look cool. So that's what I did today instead of like preparing for this show. Nice. <laughs> I was on Reddit trading games with everybody. So yeah, yeah, my bad. But I'm having fun. That's all that matters, right? All right. Um, enough about all of that nonsense. It's time to talk about news. It's time the news of the week all right in our top story the big one gta 6 could be coming out as early as next year yes 2024 could be the year that we see grand theft auto 6 now i don't know how believable it is more you know clickbait and yeah. hopefully it works to get you to watch this uh, show. But what they said, so they had a um, they had an earnings report, and um, they shared a lot of information. And one of the things they said was that, well, here I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read um, this little quote here. They said, "Looking ahead, fiscal 2025 is a highly anticipated year for our company." Uh, For the last several years, we have been preparing our business to release an incredibly robust pipeline of projects that we believe will take our company to even greater levels of success. In fiscal 2025, we expect to enter this new era by launching several groundbreaking titles that we believe will set new standards in our industry and enable us to achieve over $8 billion in net bookings and over $1 billion in adjusted, unrestricted operating cash flow. We expect to sustain this momentum by delivering even higher levels of operating results in fiscal 2026 and beyond. So the fiscal years run. um, So fiscal year 2025 is April 2024 into um, through March of 2025. So it's possible. It's possible. And And they're not outright saying it. But... The only game that's going to get them, um, you know, close to $8 billion in in revenue is Grand Theft Auto 6. Yeah. You know, unless they have some sort of a magic something up their hat 
but um, it's not likely. Yeah, now historically, with the past big GTA mainline titles, we've seen advertisements for them six months to maybe a year ahead of time, it seems like. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I mean, the, the window is going to close on that if, if we don't see something soon. But, I mean, there have been headlines over the past few weeks that, hey, we're probably going to see our first GTA headline by the end of the year. Yeah. Or not yeah. headline, sorry, a trailer. Exactly, yeah, more information. Yeah, so it, it's definitely been rumored. Um, there were some leaks. Was it last year that we saw some of the leaks? Um, but, yeah, it's crazy that it's finally, finally getting close, at least close enough that we're talking about it, you know? Um, but they also said that, they're planning, Take-Two Interactive is planning to have 16 total games released in um, this year, fiscal 2024, um, including a new IP from a premier studio. And then uh, includes three immersive core offerings, they're calling them. Um, and those games include NBA 2K24, WWE 2K24, and also an eagerly anticipated new IP from one of our premier studios. So... Not certain what that's going to be. Farmville 4 from oh, Zynga. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's the other thing. Like, Zynga helped get them to, you know, to where they are as far as their their earnings this year. That could be, you know, they could be expecting another huge something from them or even like another acquisition to get them to that $8 billion. You know, we're not completely even discounting that. Maybe they have something else that they're planning on. But even then, that's too soon to have, like, to acquire another company and then include that in your earnings. I don't know. Yeah. Um, a lot of speculation, even at what this new IP is. So uh, we've been seeing people talk about maybe it's the new um, Ken Levine game, the game Judas, um, that we saw a little bit about, or um, they're saying the uh, multiplayer character action game in the works at 31st Union uh, on the team led by Sledgehammer Games co-founder Michael Condry. So that's what a lot of the speculation is that um, it's going to be that game. So, yeah, who knows? Take two, they're doing stuff, lots of stuff happening. But, um, yeah, G dude, GTA 6, just this, they also announced that in the past three months, GTA 5 sold 5 million units just in the past three months. What? I, I don't know who's still needing to buy it. I mean, we all have. Yeah. Granted, I bought like six or seven copies of it just because it's been across three generations. Sure. And, and I've never, I've never bought one. I still don't have it. I, I made it up for you and all, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all the people you know. Yeah, true. But yeah, they just hit 180 million total units sold on that game. That is insane when you think about it. Yeah. Um, very cool. But yeah. I'm hoping to see more, hear some more about this. But, yeah, the speculation is rampant. So, yeah, I'm, I'm always here to talk about uh, speculation and rumors. So, oh, yeah. It's the fun part of what we do, you know. But, yeah, hopefully GTA 6, not too far off. All right, next up, the moment we've all been waiting for. We finally got that new Mortal Kombat trailer. Like, I was expecting like a little bit of a teaser trailer, you know, because they've been teasing us this whole time. There's been a lot of rumors uh, coming about coming out about what the new Mortal Kombat is going to be. But instead, we got this super awesome 
like story trailer. Uh, we come to find out that the new game is called Mortal Kombat One. Going back to the beginning, baby reboot. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's going to be out uh, this September. September nineteenth is when Mortal Kombat One is coming out. What do you think of the trailer? Looks cool. I, I I was really thinking like, wow, this looks amazing. And then I'm like, okay, wow, this is definitely Mortal Kombat <laughs> when the the gore kicks in, oh, the over the top like fatalities. Dude, it was insane. Yeah, that was my thought too. I'm watching it. I'm like, this is a cool story they're talking about. You know, when you know foe becomes brother and they show like. Sub-Zero and Scorpion like squaring off and Katana and Jade and like all, like all these things happen, all these people coming together and then they're like there could be, you know, peace and then they're like, uh-uh and then they start <laughs> showing all these extremely oh yeah gory fatalities and I was like oh my god, there it is um, but yeah I'm excited, I don't know like I, I never did the story for the last Mortal Kombat, was it Mortal Kombat 11? Was the last I think one? So, yeah. yeah. Um, but this has gotten me. So I was reading more about this, about why they're doing this reboot. And I guess um, as far as the canon of the, the story, there is uh, a reason why there is this reboot at the end of Mortal Kombat 11. So I'm like, all right, I have I have Mortal Kombat 11. I just never finished it. So. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to set out to play that story. Everybody says it's really good. It's a really good story as far as like the story in fighting games goes. But um and see what the heck's going on with that so I can be prepared for um September 19th. I always really I get excited for these new fighting games to come out and then I'm like, do I really need to like buy this right now? And then I'm like, I just wait for a sale. I always end up buying them but like a deep yeah. discount because I don't know anybody else that plays them. And I'm not good enough to play online, you know? Yeah, you might as well, because, like, day one online is going to be just as brutal as day 365. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm, so I'm a, in it for the story alone, so. Yeah. I've kind of been casual with the series, jumping in and out. I played, like, 8, and then I played a little bit of 10. So what do you think about this strategy to sort of have a, a reboot and call it one and... uh I mean, it feels like it freshens things up to me. I don't know that a Mortal Kombat 12 right now would be as interesting as this. Yeah, I agree. I like it um, because it does seem like they're simplifying as far as, like, the huge, you know, cast of characters involved. Um, I think they're just having, like, right now they've they've shown, um, let's see, Liu Kang, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Raiden, Kung Lao, Kitana, Melina, Shang Tsung, Johnny Cage, um, and then others, but also they're going to have cameo fighters, which are like, like, t- like a tag team. Like it'll, they'll come in and they'll do like a move and then they'll bounce out. So I don't know what that's going to be. If they're going to have like some of those other tertiary characters that are just having that role and not as playable characters. But then again, I know, you know, people will be upset if they remove some of their favorite characters, um, t- for this more streamlined thing. So I really don't know what to expect as far as it going back to, to the one. Um, I did hear. So another rumor was that um, Homelander from the boys and uh, peacemaker from uh, suicide squad are going to be uh, in it as characters. So wow. Both of those things would be pretty cool. 
That so. is exciting. I, I like both of those shows. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what to expect, but we don't have long to wait. September is not too far away. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. All right, next up, Overwatch 2. Let's talk about Overwatch 2. So Overwatch was a great game. It was, a, you know, a uh, online multiplayer shooter, and it was fine. It was perfect the way it was. And then they're like, wait a minute, we can make this better. Let's completely remove that so you can't play that ever again. We're gonna, It's going to be completely discontinued, canceled, shut down. And we're going to make Overwatch 2, and it's going to be the same game with the multiplayer, but we're going to add this PvE experience where, you know, you and your friends can play the story mode against, like, these other characters. Um, but then we're just going to cancel that part and just have a, uh, a shittier version of the first game that we had. Um, so, yeah, that's basically what's happened. Now, they canceled the PvE mode uh, they said development on the PVE experience has not really made the progress that we have hoped. The team has created a bunch of amazing content. So there's awesome missions that are really exciting. There's brand new enemies that are super fun to fight and some truly great and ridiculous hero talents. But unfortunately the effort required to pull all of that together into a blizzard quality experience that we can ship to you is huge. There really is no end in sight or defined kind of end date where we can, Put that out into this world. Um, and so we are left with another difficult choice. Do we continue to pour all that effort into PvE, hoping we can land it at some point in the future? Or do we stick with this set of values that we have aligned on and focus on the live game and focus on serving all of you? With everything we have learned about what it takes to operate this game at the level that you deserve, it's clear that we can't deliver on that original ver vision of PvE that was shown in 2019. Uh, what that means is that we won't be delivering that dedicated hero mode with talent trees, that long-term talent power progression. Those things are just not in our plans anymore. We know that is this is going to be disappointing to many of you. Um, blah, blah, blah. And they just keep going on. So, yeah, it is a little disappointing. It's disappointing that this whole thing that was done, this the way that they did this, it was such a – it just seemed like it was just a way to get more money um, – and just, it was just bosh the whole way. It's been, yeah. you know, just one bad thing after another that they've just been saying, it's coming soon, coming soon. And then I'm like, at one point I was like, I don't think it's coming. Where I believed at some point it was coming, but like, part of me, like, I was like, I, I they can't keep doing this, you know? Yes. And I guess they can't. So they've officially shut it down. Um, but on the, you know, the, the, the silver lining of all of this is that they're going to take some of the things that they have been working on and kind of roll them out into the next upcoming seasons. Um, I guess they, they released the roadmap in season five, six, and seven, and they're going to have some of this PVE content come out in like chapters so that, you know, in a season you could have this mission or whatever. So it's going to, yeah. you know. A little bit it's gonna be out there but that's that's kind of a shame i mean it seems like a bitch slap to the whole fan base who loves the game and at least they were gonna have that that carried on the end of the stick when they finally caught up to it with the pve and nope yeah yeah it really is just the fact that like 
games that like so if you paid for this game and bought this game um they it just they removed it like you know you don't have this game that you paid for anymore yeah. and all the like, stuff you paid for within the game yeah like that i mean so most of that carried over to the free-to-play version but like it's just it's just different it's like you know um the whole thing is different now especially with the you know the the free-to-play aspect of it and the the way to earn things like i used to play you know i would wait for a new i would get burnout on over i overwatch was like my most played game of all time and i would get burned out on it but then a new season would come along a new event would come along and i would jump back in there because you could earn things by playing the game you could get these loot boxes and you could earn things um now you can't earn things anymore everything you have to buy everything if you want new costumes even for these events you have to pay for it and it's like so i haven't i haven't played this game in, in months because like you know, it's just it's just a slap in the face to, to everybody who's really been there. But um, it's still a fun game. Like, I thought the, the gameplay for Overwatch 2 was better. I thought it's, it was more streamlined. It was faster paced the way that they made the changes. Um, but, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I don't feel like, you know, after playing it so many hours, it was like always, there was always an achievement to get to unlock stuff, you know. And now that it's behind so much work or, or money to unlock new things, you know, and you don't have that that achievement for playing longer. So, um, but yeah, lots of lots of new stuff is still planned to come out in the next uh, few seasons, and uh, including some of that PVE stuff. So it's not completely dead, but it's not what they had planned. That sucks. I mean, isn't this profitable? Can they? hire a few more developers onto the team and and try to make something happen closer to the original i don't know yeah i don't know who's making the calls over there but it just seems really bad i mean this was a beloved title i'm sure that there was an esports uh competitive side to it and they ruined that by taking away the original game putting this secondary version of it out there that's not even going to be as good yeah yeah it's definitely different um there must be something major for them to scrap this after all that they've put into it, all the promises they made. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I'm not a developer, so I, I don't know, but yeah, it's gotta be some, some huge thing that they can't bypass for them to just be like, okay, we tried and we failed. So we're just, you know, this, that's it, you know, enjoy the, the multiplayer aspect of it. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it's very interesting. And, um, uh, yeah, we'll see what's what's that. Maybe Overwatch three, right? PVE yeah, probably coming to Overwatch three. All right, let's do something we haven't done in like a whole week. Let's talk about the Microsoft Activision Blizzard King whatever thing. Um, the European Commission has approved the acquisition. Part of me just wants to stop and just be like, okay, we talked about it, but we yeah. we have a duty. We must uh, can just add more. Um, basically, they just said they did an in-depth investigation and, um, you know, a bunch of stuff they found that is they have issues with, but they told them, Microsoft, like, you know, it's fixable. Here's the, the remedies to fix this and what you can do and 
you know, you're good to go. So I won't get into all of the, the things. Some of them are um, just basically saying that they need to continue to distribute the games like uh, Call of Duty to other consoles and that sort of thing. And um, there was a focus on the cloud, like the um, the CMA has an issue with with their cloud um, services. So they would give a free license to consumers in the EEA that would allow them to stream via any cloud game streaming service of their choice, all current and future Activision Blizzard PC and console games for which they have a license. And then a corresponding free license to cloud game streaming service providers, uh, based games to stream any Activision Blizzard. So yeah, I don't know. They just want them to get like, just make it widely um, available. Yeah. And they're, they're like, cool, go for it. Have at it. And it's interesting to see it all laid out on the European Commission's website. So if that stuff isn't insanely boring to you, go check it out in all the detail. Sure. Yeah, I'm just so sick of talking about it, dude. One week it's like, yeah, okay, we approve it for this reason. And then another week they're like, you know, completes everything. It's like, all right, but also there's this thing that we have an issue with and you have to fix this. So I don't know. I just want to know what, you know, just tell me. I want to flip to the end of this book and just find out like what happens at the end, you know, just tell me, yeah. just uh, give me the spoilers. So yeah, we'll see. Hopefully there's not much more. It does seem like it's kind of coming to a head like the, um, you know, all these, um, like I think the EU was one of the few that, that still needed to weigh in. So now there's like the UK and the U S and that might be it. Um, yeah, we'll see. At this point, it's like, you know, really? It doesn't even matter. Blizzard sucks now. You know, Red Redfall, that was garbage. That was, you know. Call of Duty ain't what it used to be. Yeah, Call of Duty ain't what it used to be. Um, So, yeah, we'll see. All right, college football is back at EA. Um, so... I thought this was a little interesting little tidbit. And um, so now for a while, um, the college NCAA football, the college football game um, was, they weren't making it. And uh, that had, that had to do with licensing of uh, the, the players and that sort of thing. Uh, and now they just, so ESPN reported that um, EA has signed with uh, One Team Partners. It's a firm specializing in partnerships. Um, they also work with the NFL and uh, Major League Soccer um, players associations to facilitate collegiate athletes' names and likenesses into the new game. So uh, the offer will be extended to every eligible player in the Division One football um, bowl subdivision and any player who opts out will, re, will be replaced with a generic avatar and player. And then, um, so if they are, if they do decide to go in the game, they will also have like a, a revenue, um, that will be divided equally amongst the athletes, um, in the program. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's the big standout detail because this gets into the larger conversation that's been going on for years. I mean, uh, the NCAA, uh, basketball, I guess they've been talking about players needing to be compensated because their, their likenesses and their names are being used in these video games. They're not receiving a cent for that. Right. And in the play of the game itself, they're not getting any sort of 
uh, compensation for that. And it, it gets kind of crazy sometimes because it's like they're not allowed to accept even a free meal. I've seen some news stories come up over mm-hmm. the years and players get in, in trouble for being gifted a free meal somewhere. So it's it's kind of insane. And, and people have been kind of lobbying on their behalf to get these college uh, football, basketball players, and just college athletics in general, get these people paid when their their name is used in a video game that's selling millions of dollars worth of copies. Right. So it seems like that's a step in the right direction. I wonder if basketball has already gone the same way or, or is going to go the same way. Yeah, I could definitely see it following suit. I mean, for me, if I was just some college kid playing football, I would just be happy to be in a video game. Oh, yeah. For the love of the game. That's what it's about. Exactly. Not for the college, but, you know, for the player. I just want to be in a video game for once in my life. Um, Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, The NCAA football uh, will be out in 2024 on Xbox, uh, XS, and PlayStation 5. So if you're into those, you know, college football, have at it. Get in there. Play with your favorite college football player. Can you name one college football player? Sven Jorgensen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the... Uh, From Milwaukee. Yeah, the Milwaukee... Uh, what's the name of their team? The Timberwolves. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed Jeez, it. Cheese Wolves. Exactly, exactly. All right, let's move on and talk about probably um, the most exciting news of this week. Uh, Nicholas Cage. Nick Cage, if you will. That's what I call him. He says, I'm like, Nicholas Cage. And he's like, call me Nick. Just call me Nick. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, He's going to be in Dead by Daylight. In what way? I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be a killer. If he's going to be one of the, you know, playable, like, the survivors. Um, but we're going to find out more July 5th. They, they uh, said we're going to learn some more. But um, I really hope he just comes in as a killer. And yeah. not even, like, any of his characters. Like, I just want Nick Cage in there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, he just did that movie with Pedro Pascal where he's yes. sort of playing like a fictionalized version of himself. Exactly, that would really work out. Yeah, just Nicolas Cage, the serial killer. Yeah, and then but just like saying like lines from like some of his oh. like favorite character movies, like I could eat a peach for hours. Yes. Um. Oh my god. Now that that's a trippy experience. Um, the the previous Call of Duty entry had like Snoop Dogg added in, okay. so you're standing there with headphones on, you're hearing this, and it's Snoop Dogg's over your shoulder. The shizzle. It's just weird. So this is going to be Nicolas Cage. Like, oh, I'm going to get you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm so excited for it. And I have no idea what it's going to be. But, uh, yeah, they said um, uh, July 5th, we will learn more. And they put out, like, a little, like, a tiny little teaser trailer with just a computer-rendered version of Nick Cage um, just looking at the camera. So, yeah, we'll see, man. It was it's really exciting when I heard that, though. All right, next up, we got a teaser trailer for the movie uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. This was uh, this was announced in 2015, this movie, and we're finally getting a little bit of a look at what this is going to be. There's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, questions, and nobody really knew what this was going to be. What did you think of the the little trailer that we got? Looked looked really cool. At, at moments, I'm thinking, like, it's sort of blending the genres of video game graphics and CGI in movies. They, they've always had like a common thread in them, I'm sure. But, you know, if you're not on the back end of that, it's hard to tell. But I'm looking at, at shots in this trailer and thinking that looks like a really good video game graphic. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. Like, um, 
you're right. It blurs the lines really well. Like, I still don't know what this movie is going to be and how they're going to have, you know, they show the, the security room and everything where you, you know, you, you watch the, the thing. But also it shows them outside of the the place, the Freddy's, whatever. Um, and then it, we get a tiny little look at the animatronic things uh, being creepy. And it looks great. It looks creepy. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm excited for it. Um, Josh Hutcherson, everybody loves him uh, from Hunger Hunger Games, Peter Mellark, right? You love him. Uh, I, think so. I think Matthew Lillard's in it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see, and it's uh, Bloomhouse, right? Uh, doing yeah. it. So yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, hopefully, it'll be good. If anything, it'll be a fun, you know, a fun thing to to watch and you know, yeah. and go play the game. And coming out in October, so perfect time because people are going to be into spooky movies. Perfect then. timing. Yeah, it was like October 27th or something. Like, real close to, uh, to Halloween. So, yeah, that'll be fun. All right. And last up, before we go, I just want did you see, you said you were, like, talking, you were talking about Zelda and FOMO. You really wanted the Zelda. Yeah. And so we got to talk about some of these funny things, dude. Have you been watching some of these people playing Zelda? Absolutely. With the new mechanic of of mashing anything in the world together that you want. Yeah, so I know you sent me one of the things that, where they made, like, a, a mech. Like, how do you make a giant mech in Tears of the Kingdom? Like, right. it, like working, too, functioning. Crazy. That's the part that surprised me most. Yeah. Like, I had seen, like, someone making, like, like a 30-foot, like, they just attached all these, like, I don't know, it was, like, rakes and, like, spears and stuff <laughs> together to make, like, one giant thing that the dude was holding. But, like, on top of that, like, then they were making... Um, they're just attaching things to make giant bridges to just traverse the entire, <laughs> the entire yeah. board, the entire world, or like skateboarding on these mine carts. Like I had no idea that you could do all this stuff in this game, and now yeah, I want it's it. Wild, and it, it's kind of cool that they made this knowing that this probably like instantly breaks the game if you really wanted to. I'd love to see what the speedrunners are doing with this. Oh my god, that's a great point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, just attaching. I guess like. Though, like, how long does it take to find these things to, that you have to then adhere together in some fashion? Yeah. Um, I don't know how it works. I've only just seen the clips online of, of people doing it. But, yeah. what like do, do you think that they expected this when they made this mechanic in the game? They had to have, right? Maybe. Because they, they seem to allow so much freedom. Because when I'm looking at the mech, the person's driving it around and shooting lasers and rockets out of it. Yeah. They knew something was going to happen It's here. insane, dude. And this is in the first week of the game that sold, what, 10 million copies the first three days. So uh, I'm very much looking forward to more clips. And uh, you know, someone's going to make, like, a rocket ship or something yeah. cool. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely getting to the point where I could see it just being, like, a game-breaking, like, type thing, you know. But I look – I don't know. I look forward to it. We'll see. Yeah. Um. You gonna get it? You think you'll get that game? I really hope so. It, I know that it's never going to be on sale. It'll take it four won't. or five years yeah. before it sees a ten dollar decrease. Yeah, all it's gonna take is for you to see like one more person on a giant Mac, and you're gonna be like, "I'm just gonna, I gotta get this game," and not even play the game. Yeah. You're just gonna make Macs and ride around on them. But um, yeah, should be fun. All right, I think we've talked enough though. So should we uh, wrap things up? You got anything else you yeah. want to talk about? Nah, that's it. We we've covered everything and more. We really did. It was a this was a fun week. Um, so yeah, 
Thanks for checking out this episode of Gaming News Weekly. Um, follow us on Fruit Lab. It's where you'll find these episodes. You can find this show there under Gaming News Weekly. You can find myself there under E-Rock the Red posting um, you know, a bunch of game clips and that sort of thing. And Full Clip is also there doing his thing. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube. I'm at Pop Culture Playground. Full Clip is at GameFAX, G-A-M-E-F-A-X. I did see the, the most recent uh, Game Facts uh, video. Oh, yeah, it's that was back. that was very exciting. I liked that. I look forward to those every time they happen. Um, and then um, go check us out on TikTok before it is banned. I just saw one state. What state was it? Yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, the, are banning TikTok. So yeah, who knows? Now's the time. Get in there. If you're not, you know, before the bubble bursts. Um, and then of course, podcasts, we're doing podcasts anywhere. Podcasts are found. You can find the audio version of this show, listen to it. And, um, you know, just on the go, have us in your ear on the go. Uh, did I get everything? Is that everything? I think that's everything. Yeah, we did it. All right. Thank you. We will see you next week. More gaming news weekly. Bye-bye.